This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Optimal Work Daily, episode 1225. Should this meeting have been an email? By Cal Newport of calnewport.com. And I am Dan, your host and narrator here. And I'm with you every single day reading to you from these great blogs on work and entrepreneurship. What we do is we get permission from the authors to share their work. Then we read a post and we tell you a little bit about the site. So it's pretty simple and we can get to it right now as we optimize your life. Should this meeting have been an email? By Cal Newport of calnewport.com. In the context of knowledge work, there are two primary ways to communicate. The first is synchronous, which requires all parties to be interacting at the same time. This mode includes face-to-face meetings, phone calls, and video conferences. The second way is asynchronous, which allows senders to deliver their messages and receivers to read them when each is ready. This mode includes memos, voicemails, and most notably in recent years, email. Which communication style is better? This simple question requires a complicated answer. The great advantage of asynchrony is its low logistical overhead. If I want to send you information or ask a question, I can dash off an email as soon as I think of it, avoiding the endless phone tag or office corridor searches that might have been necessary in a previous era. As I wrote in my 2019 New Yorker article about the history of email, in the early days of office work, the idea of practical and fast asynchronous messaging was commonly understood to be a potential productivity silver bullet. The downside of asynchronous communication, paradoxically, is that it can become too easy to use in the moment. As I documented in my most recent book, A World Without Email, the introduction of low-friction digital messaging led workers to move many of their interactions into haphazard threads consisting of unscheduled messages bouncing endlessly back and forth between email boxes. This state of affairs required an increasingly large fraction of their workday to be dedicated to monitoring this messaging. The modern office worker now checks email or chat once every six minutes on average. The cognitive overhead generated by all of this context switching is exhausting and makes people miserable. Turning our attention now to synchrony, the great advantage of this communication style is its transmission efficiency. Real-time conversations are information-dense, making it possible to convey large amounts of nuanced details or reach complicated decisions in relatively short amounts of time. A five-minute conversation can often accomplish the same as dozens of back-and-forth messages. This information efficiency, however, is offset by logistical bloat. While it might be technically possible for us to solve a problem or clearly explain an issue in five minutes of talking, In the modern workplace, this interaction will likely be scheduled as a Zoom meeting or conference room gathering that will be allocated, due to the constraints of digital calendars, a minimum of 30 minutes. Few professional experiences are more frustrating than to see your day eaten up by endless appointments rich in mindless small talk and stalling. The phrase, this meeting could have been an email, has become the exasperated mantra of knowledge workers lamenting their impossibly overloaded calendars. Highlighting the interlocking pros and cons of these two different communication modes is about more than just improving our understanding of modern work. 
This specificity can also help identify new strategies that we might have otherwise overlooked. Looking closer at synchronous interaction, for example, once we're aware of its advantages and disadvantages, the relevant question now becomes whether it's possible to leverage the information density of real-time interaction while avoiding the bloat induced by 30-minute meetings. Stated this way, some obvious solutions emerge. You might, for example, implement office hours. Announce a set period of time each day during which you'll be available for synchronous conversation. Your door is open, phone on, Zoom room activated. When someone tries to initiate a multi-message back-and-forth conversation over email, point them towards your next office hours. They can stop by for exactly the amount of time needed for you to reach a solution. Because the same office hours can be used to handle many different such interactions, the overhead per interaction averages out to something minimal. Similarly, if you work on a team, fix several short standing team meetings per week. Maintain a shared document that your team uses between these meetings to record any issues that need to be discussed. When you get to the next standing meeting, process through these items one after another. This can save literally hundreds of distracting messages per week at the cost of only a small number of fixed calendar appointments. Both of these example strategies allow you to harness the power of synchrony while avoiding its worst accesses. The goal is not to transform every meeting into an email, but to reduce the useful to fluff ratio of the meetings that do make it onto your calendar. More important than these two specific solutions, which are just a couple among many similar ideas, see, for example, Amazon's PowerPoint ban, is the more general approach taken in this discussion. The impact of technologies on the way we work, live, and relate to each other are often complicated. We have to understand these nuances before we can hope to make meaningful strides toward gaining more control over our tools. You just listened to the post titled, Should This Meeting Have Been an Email? by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And one of the things I really love about Indeed is that it filters out those incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com startup. So just go to indeed.com startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. And thank you so much to Cal, who regular listeners of this and our other shows will know that we've featured quite regularly over the years. Cal is a popular writer, and one of his books that's regularly talked about is Deep Work. And that's just one of his six self-improvement books. Cal completed his undergraduate studies at Dartmouth College in 2004, got a PhD from MIT in 2009 in computer science, and eventually joined Georgetown University as an assistant professor of computer science, and then he was granted tenure in 2017. His work focuses on distributed algorithms in challenging network scenarios, so he's a pretty smart guy, as you might guess. So please do check out his books, plus his blog, which is called Study Hacks. And lastly, also check out his podcast, which is called Deep Questions, and you can find all of it at calnewport.com. 
But that's going to do it for today. I hope you enjoyed the post from Cal and that you're having a great day. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.